Hey guys, it's Simi, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 30th of July, 2021, to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. I enjoyed tonight's Smackdown. I thought for the most part it was a good show. I didn't think there was anything that was horrible. I mean, the thing with Reggie and Chad Gable wasn't great or anything, but I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was all right, so to be honest... I didn't think there was anything bad, like completely just what the hell on tonight's SmackDown. So that's really good. They built up multiple matches for the future, whether that is at SummerSlam or next week on SmackDown. So that's good as well. And I guess you can see overall pretty good SmackDown. I'd give it a 7.5, maybe 7.75. Not quite an 8 for me. Not quite. Almost there. So 7.75 is what I would rate it. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Or if you're listening on podcast services all over the world, thank you for listening to us here. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways, either by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember on Twitch, you can subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription like Cold Cuts KC did recently, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month, and I greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. On the flip side, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out by donating a super chat or a super sticker in the live chat or subscribing to the channel as a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to non-news podcasts, non-news videos, and so much more. But the most direct way to support us is by heading over to patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. And if you don't want to watch us and you only want audio versions, well, you can find it everywhere. Apple Podcast, Google Pod- Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, and so many more. But let's get into it. We're talking Friday Night SmackDown. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, you can do so by texting in to 510-906-1341. John Cena opened up the show. The fans reacted, well, huge to John Cena, like they have ever since he returned to Money in the Bank. John Cena came to the ring. Got a massive reaction, like I stated, and they recapped Reigns turning down Cena's challenge and accepting one from Finn Balor last week. They also highlighted Reigns, basically calling John Cena the missionary position. Cena then noted, if you can find someone that can keep the missionary position entertaining for two decades, keep them in your life. Cena pointed out that Reigns rejected him to take Balor's challenge instead, but he noted that Reigns mocked him for wearing the same gear and doing the same entrances for years. Cena said, that would be like changing the rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin. You just don't. Cena said, Reigns has uh, has the change, has to change every two years because fans don't care about him. He claimed that Reigns is just a stooge named Joe that's that's used every gimmick in the book. Cena added that Reigns is afraid to face him. The fans broke out in a loud brief what chant. All of a sudden, Baron Corbin would come out. Fans booed loudly and chanted, you suck. 
Tiltsina, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I know you're a very generous, charitable guy. I need your help. He's like, I, I've lost everything. My crown, my money, my identity. And plus, well, last week, I, I, I was injured. I, I got an injury to, you know, that, that area. Talking about his groin. He's like, and because of it, I can't perform. And John C's like, perform what? What do you mean? And he's like, or he's like, I can't use it or something like that. And Cena made a bunch of jokes. And the final was like, I can't perform. And so Cena goes, you mean in the, all the, for the, and he's like, yeah. And because of it, my life left me and took the kids. And Cena goes, well, fans, should, should we help him out? And the fans, for the most part, cheered. There were some boos. And Cena goes, lived in his pocket. This is all I got. Here you go. And he's like, what? That's all you got? You're, you're rich. You're John Cena from Hollywood. And that's all you've got. He goes, I'm not asking for handouts. I'll work for it. Give me a role in Suicide Squad or something. And Cena goes, uh, Suicide Squad? Yeah, that, that wrapped up filming a long time ago. Corbin then asked if Cena would really not help him. And the fans chanted, yes. Corbin then asked Cena. He said, you're a selfish man. You only think about yourself. Cena had heard enough and said, you know what? You need a little something. You need a, your attitude adjusted. And then Cena gave him an attitude adjustment and left the ring as we started up for the next match. The recap, Jimmy Uso beating Dominic with Jay's help. And in the back, Dominic promised to watch Ray's back and have an eye on Jay throughout this match. Ray pointed out that Dominic still makes rookie mistakes and he wants him to pay close attention tonight. Ray notes that he's still got one or two tricks Dominic can learn. And Dominic was like, yeah, I'll keep an eye on Ray or Jay and make sure he doesn't get involved. Yeah, Jay got involved like two or three times and Dominic was just on the other side of the ring going, get him, dad, get him, dad. So, and so much for Dominic. I mean, Dominic played a factor in the finish, but match went seven and a half minutes. And Jimmy and Jay had a really good match here with the finish that made so much sense. And uh, this crowd, they love the Mysterios. Crowds love Ray and Dominic so much. Like, they can never be baby faces. Uh, or I mean, heels. They can never be heels. It just, it just wouldn't work at all. Also... Going to put this person in timeout. Wait, wait, wait. Alex White White says, Who's sick of Mysterios versus Usos? It's been like less than a month since they've done this. They started this like three weeks ago. They did the title changes at Money in the Bank. They're going to do another title match probably at SummerSlam. It's not really that like they've, no. They haven't done this one to death. Trust me. Going forward, Ray had the early advantage with a tilt-a-whirl head scissor and a bulldog off the top rope for a near fall. Jimmy dropped Ray in the corner. Yeah, Jimmy dropped Ray in the corner and took over. Ray sent Jimmy to the floor and attempted a sliding splash. Jimmy moved and rocked Ray with a super kick. After a commercial break, Ray kicked Jimmy in the side of the head and regained control. Jimmy fought back and hit an enziguri. Jimmy then went for a superplex, but Ray rocked, uh, knocked, kicked out of it. He then followed this up with a senton and a crossbody for a near fall. 
Jimmy then attempted a Samoan drop, but Ray countered it into a 619. Chance popped big for the 619, but booed when Jay pulled Jimmy out of the ring. This then led to Rey Mysterio hitting a corkscrew dive over the top rope as, well, Dominic just stood on the other side of the ring watching like he was told, don't get involved. You're not a real wrestler. Just stay over there and be in my corner. Like with celebrities. When they tell the celebrities, you're in this wrestler's corner, but stay away from all the action just so you don't get hurt. Like that's what Dominic felt like for most of this match. Ray then knocked down Jay and went for a 619, but Jimmy jumped up on the apron and Jimmy took a 619. No. Ray got Jimmy in the position for the 619. He went to do the run. Jay jumped up on the apron, took a 619 to the back. Jimmy then went for it. He then went for it on Jimmy. Jimmy caught Ray, and Ray reversed a Samoan drop into a crucifix. Dominic then helped his dad by giving him some leverage to pin Jimmy and pick up the victory. This was the same way the Usos picked up a victory, I want to say, a week ago or at the pay-per-view, something like that. With that, Rey Mysterio does defeat Jimmy Uso. And then recapped Bianca Belair beating Carmella at Rolling Loud, or as Pat McAfee likes to say, Rolling Loud, Rolling Loud. He says his, his accent so thick when he says loud that it almost sounds like he says live. Rolling loud, rolling loud. Anyways, Belair made her way down to the ring. She was interviewed by Kayla Braxton and talked about her future plans. She said that, or Kayla said, you've been champion for over 100 days. 110 days to be exact. And the fans went crazy for it and shouted EST. Carmella would then come out and dominate yet, or demand yet another title shot for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Fans booed that. Carmella claimed she lost her rolling loud because the lighting was bad and everyone couldn't see that she's the most beautiful woman in WWE. Lena Vega would then interrupt and go, no, you, you don't want this, Carmella, because then you'll be a three-time loser. I want a shot. Fans booed even more. Belair then goes, you know what, Zelina? I'll accept your challenge. And then all of a sudden, Carmella would attack Belair from behind. The two heels would team up to attack Zelina, or to, the two two heels would team up to attack Bianca Belair when out of nowhere, actually not really out of nowhere because everybody expected it, Sasha Banks' music hits, she runs down to the ring and makes the save to a massive ovation from the crowd. Also, PW Torch's Wade Keller was at the show and said this may have been one of the loudest, most interactive, most vibrant crowds he's ever been around at a wrestling show, or at least at a WWE show. Hold on. I want to read his tweet verbatim. Wade Keller tweeted out This is among the most enthusiastic crowd for a WWE event I've ever been to. Crazy. Crazy. This man's been to a WrestleMania. So, very interesting. Very cool. Crowd did seem very up for everything tonight for the most part. But with that, Sasha Banks came down, took out Zelina, took out Carmella, helped up Bianca. The two hugged, and the segment was nice as they danced at the end. They then recapped Nia Jax turning on Reginald, and then Reginald winning the 24-7 championship. He will defend it against a mystery opponent. In the back, Kayla Braxton interviewed Reginald. He 
told Kayla, call me Reggie. He doesn't know who his opponent is, but he says that's all right because he's happy just to be in the ring. In a funny moment, a backstage worker walked into the shot and then all of a sudden realized it ran off. I thought that was really funny. We then got 24-7 championship match. Reginald or Reggie made his way down to the ring and there were some faint Reggie chants. Reggie, 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 Reggie. Not, not much of anything though. And Otis and Chad Gable would make their way down to the ring and the announcers and everybody assumed, well, Otis was getting the shot. And Otis goes, well, it's not me, it's him. And Chad Gable instead got the match, but before the bell could ring, Otis ran over Reggie and almost knocked him right out of the ring. As the match begins, Gable was briefly in control until Reggie avoided Gable with a series of flip-flops and flies. Gable then regained control and used a tiger suplex for a near fall. Reggie went for a moonsault, but Gable cut him off. Gable gave Reggie a German suplex off the top, but Reggie tried landing on his feet. Reggie then hit a flip senton, but Otis broke up a pin attempt. This thing caused a disqualification. Otis threw Reggie out of the ring. He landed on his feet, rolled through it, and ran off. Cool. It wasn't bad. Reggie looks very impressive with all these flips, especially jumping from inside of the ring to the out and stuff. So, cool. So, in the back, Sonya Deville informed Adam Pierce she's made the main event for tonight. It'll be Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair against Selena Vega and Carmella. And Adam Pierce loved the idea and said, looked over the contract. Everything looks uh, looks up and up. Let's go out there and have a great contract signing. Roman Reigns was fucking spectacular here. Ben Balor, great in his role as well. I thought both of these men played the, played off of each other very, very well. Roman, as an official 100% legit heel in front of a crowd, another level. Uh, I say it every week, but another freaking level. So, some can say it got a little confusing at the end, but then they made sense of it later. Anyways, anyways. And it appears to Sonya Deville are in the ring, and they say we're going to have a contract signing for the Universal Championship match. Coming up at SummerSlam, let us first announce the challenger, Finn Balor. Finn would make his way out to the ring. They would then state, now let us, announce, let us introduce the champion, Roman Reigns. Finn came out, huge, massive baby face pop from the crowd, Roman came out drowned in booze like you would expect, and he loved it. You can tell Roman loved it. So Paul Heyman gets in the ring, and he looks at Adam Pierce. He's like, what the? Chair? No, it needs to be over here. Head of the table. They move the chairs around. Roman sits down. Finn's already sitting down or whatever. Roman... At one point before getting in the ring, laughed at two fans in the front row dressed as John Cena, which is really funny. They had the John Cena hat. One had just a John Cena hat and a spinner belt. The other had the John Cena shirt and hat. It was really funny. So the fans started breaking out into a loud Cena chant. Ron commentary, Pat McAfee, was confused. He goes, Cena's not in the ring. Why are they chanting for Cena? Reigns pointed out that the missionary man already made his appearance tonight in regards to the fans chanting. And I go... God, I'm glad Roman is allowed to improvise. Work off this crowd because he is great when he does so. Roman is great when he improvises and works off the crowd. He then asked Balor, did you hear Cena's promo earlier tonight? He noted that Cena thinks that Reigns is ducking him to face Balor instead. Reigns says, I disagree with that. He thinks that Balor deserves a shot because he's hungry. Reigns then noted, 
that if Balor signs the contract, he's going to get smashed all the way back to NXT. Actually, then goes, uh, NXT Tuesday nights, 8 p.m., USA Network. I thought that was a hell of a funny moment. Again, Pat McAfee just throwing in the little wisps. Great, great, great. Fans then broke out in a loud Roman sucks chance as Finn Balor literally goes, well, yeah, it'd be great to go back to NXT as the Universal Champion. Roman looks over the contract and signs it. Finn Balor looks at the contract. but Before he can sign it, he was attacked from behind by Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin beat down Balor, threw him out of the ring, threw him over into the uh, announcer's little pit area where they sit. Corbin jumps back into the ring. Roman's just sitting there going, what the fuck is about to go down? What is going on? And Corbin almost signs the contract when Cena would run out and throw Corbin out of the ring. Cena then grabbed the contract, and Cena signed it with a big C-E-N-A, and then regular signature. And Pat McAfee and Michael Cole both go, is that legal? Can he really do that? And Roman Reigns got this look on his face like, no, you fucking didn't. No, you didn't, bro. And so we go to commercial. And when we come back, Sonya Deville, Nana Pierce are walking through the backstage area. And they're looking at each other. And they're kind of just like, okay, okay. Didn't go as expected, but okay. And all of a sudden, they're stopped by Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's like, are you kidding me right now? He's like, so the, that's not what's going to happen, right? And they're like, well, Cena signed the contract. And basically, he's like, yeah, but it says Roman Reigns, Finn Balor. He signed where it says Finn Balor. And Adam Pierce goes, looks at Sonya, looks back over and goes, well, as far as I'm concerned, two men signed this contract, and this match is now official for SummerSlam. Sonya Deville also confirms it, saying that Roman Reigns will defend the WWE Universal Championship against John Cena at SummerSlam. So it's different. It's a different way to get the match. You make us think. Well, actually, WWE never made us think it was. Well, no, they make us think that it's Roman John Cena. Then they make us think maybe they're not going to do Roman John Cena. Then in the end, they do set up Roman John Cena. And I liked the way they did it where it's like, okay, he signed the contract, but his name's not actually on the contract, but the officials are going to allow it. Technically, technically, Heyman can go to a lawyer and get this thing null and voided because the line he signed, if it really says Finn Balor and not just challenger, then not a legally binding signature on the contract for, for John Cena, but they're going to go with it. Whatever. I'm looking too much into it. Next up, we had a six-man tag team action. Match went just shy of seven minutes. It was Big E Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura taking on the team of Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, and Apollo Crews. Cesaro did not get a television entrance. Big E got a TV entrance, and Nakamura did. But Cesaro didn't, and neither did any of the heels getting in, got, get an entrance in front, of the, in front of the television crowd. They got one in front of the live crowd, but not the TV crowd. So this match was good while it lasted. They didn't give him a lot of, a lot of time for a six-man tag. I thought they could have gone a little bit longer since there were six men in there, but whatever. Fans sang Nakamura's song as he entered the ring. Pat McAfee jumped up on his chair and danced as well. Cruz sent Biggie to the floor early on as these two started off. Then Ziggler and Rude hit a spinebuster zigzag on the on Mr. Money in the Bank. Back from a break, Cesaro got the hot tag and rocked Ziggler with an uppercut. He followed this up with a giant swing and a sharpshooter. 
but Rude made the save. Nakamura got the tag and set up for a Kinsasha, but Ziggler avoided it. Cruz then scored a near fall, but Cesaro made the save. Big E ran in and gave Rude a big ending to a huge pop from the crowd. Cruz then regained control and scored a near fall. Cruz went for a frog splash, but Boogs distracted him playing guitar. Aziz then grabbed Boogs in the guitar and threw him into the announce table. Cesaro then took him out with an uppercut. The fans popped for the big spot here. Ziggler then took out Cesaro with a super kick. Cruz then went for the frog splash, but Nakamura moved. Kinsasha, bada bing, bada boom. Nakamura pins the Intercontinental Champion. So maybe Shinsuke, or as they call him, Kingsuke, is going to get an uh, Intercontinental title shot. Going forward, they recap the Edge Seth Rollins stuff from Money in the Bank and so forth. And then out would come Edge in another kind of confusing spot. So Edge's music hits. He starts to come down to the ring and they cut to commercial. They come back and it's Seth Rollins in the ring. And they go, well, you see Seth Rollins in the ring. You last saw Edge and heard his music. Let's tell you what happened during the break. Apparently during the break, Seth Rollins attacked Edge at ringside. And took him out so Edge could not be out here. Rollins told Edge in the ring, what goes around, comes around. He claimed to be a revolutionary and demanded they are his footage. They recap the Edge-Rollins feud in more detail here. Rollins ranted about, about being the true number one contender for the Universal Championship. Saying that, that if he can't be the champ, then Edge can't be the champ. Fans broke out and a We Want Becky chant. He then stated that he will take care of Edge further in due time. He then announced at SummerSlam, Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal Championship is official. No mention of Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. I assumed they were setting up Finn versus Corbin for SummerSlam three weeks from tomorrow. No. As we learn, uh-uh. Finn versus Corbin's just next week. They couldn't even set this up as a SummerSlam match where... Yeah, no, it's just next week. Cool. So we move on to our main event. They went almost nine minutes. It was Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair against Carmella and Zelina Vega. The match was fine. Fans loved Bianca and Sasha, which we expected. And then we got exactly what we thought when the match was over. The faces used a double shoulder tackle on Carmella to get the early advantage. On commentary, Pat McAfee stressed that Belair may not, may not and shouldn't trust Banks. Carmella and Vega tried working together, but the faces brought them brought the pair down with some drop kicks. Belair then lifted Banks and dropped her on, on Vega and Carmella. Did like a military press, walked over at ringside, and then cross-bodied, throwed through Banks onto the two at ringside. Vega was firmly in control. After a break, though, I don't know how she got control. Like, they didn't tell us at all. Fans broke out in a loud EST chant, and the heels isolated Bel Air on their side of the ring. Banks eventually did get the hot tag and ran a while to a massive reaction. She hit a Meteora on Vega and followed this up with three Amigos. Banks then hit a Frog Splash, and Carmella broke up the pin. The finish then came when Banks hit a backstabber on Carmella and locked on the bank statement to pick up the victory. The match ends. And Banks and Belair start dancing and celebrating and whatnot. They dance around to Sasha's music all the way. Sasha Banks, y'all. Sasha Banks, y'all. And then Bianca's music hits. 
and they're still dancing, but but Sasha stops in her tracks where she's moving, and Bianca moves around to where her back is to Sasha because she's still dancing. Sasha grabs her, boom, bank statement or backstab her into the bank statement. No, no, backstab her, grabs the belt, beats her down, puts her in the bank statement. They then show a replay of the backstabber. Fans are booing tremendously. She then puts her in another bank statement crossface. Fans erupt again in loud boos as the show fades to black. So with that, it looks like we're getting it. At SummerSlam, Bianca Belair being challenged for the SmackDown Women's Championship by Sasha Banks. Now, we haven't seen Sasha Banks. They didn't mention this. They said WrestleMania, but it wasn't WrestleMania the last time we saw Sasha. It was a SmackDown after WrestleMania, where Sasha's like, I lost the title to Bianca, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to come right back and go for it. But then on that same show, Bailey says she wanted to go for the title, and then that was the program they went with. Sasha went home, spent some time training with Tessa Blanchard, and then finally came back tonight. But with that, it looks like the match going forward, most likely for SummerSlam, three weeks from tomorrow, will be Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But with that, guys, I thought it was a good episode of SmackDown. I really enjoyed it. But now I want to know what you guys thought. Did you enjoy tonight's SmackDown? Remember, you can be part of the show. All you got to do if you're watching live is text in to 510-906-1341. Again, that number is 510-906-1341. With that, let's check the polls first. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 60% of you like tonight's SmackDown. 30 thought it was all right, and 10% did not like it. As far as the YouTube poll does go, 73% of you liked tonight's show. 20% thought it was all right, and 6% did not like it. The text messages, text, 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 this person says, do you think Nakamura gets the IC title shot at SummerSlam against Apollo Crews? And also, do you think SmackDown Live should be pre-taped before SummerSlam or be live? Why would it ever be pre-taped before SummerSlam? Why? 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 Like the show before SummerSlam is where are they gonna be? Where are they gonna be? Let's look this up. SummerSlam tickets. WWE. Um the twenty first, nineteenth will be Phoenix, Arizona. I'll be in Phoenix the night before SummerSlam. I honestly don't see an issue with why that would have to be pre taped. I have no clue why you would think or even ask that. But yes, I do think Nakamura gets an icy title shot. Or says, you think Bray Wyatt might come back soon? And also, if Bronson Reed do come main roster, who do you see him doing? Okay, first off, first off, whoa, who do you see him doing? What does that mean? I know what it means, but it's like, whoa. Conjunction and sentence structure, not here at all. Anyways, Bray, I have no clue. Haven't heard anything. Bronson Reed, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, it's not like we could have predicted that Karrion Cross's first match was going to be with Jeff Hardy. So who the fuck knows what they're going to do with Bronson Reed if and when he comes up. I mean, it's it, not if, but when. I don't know. I'm not in those meetings. It says, with a shocking attack at the conclusion of the, of the main event. Was it really that shocking? Was it? Was it? I wasn't shocked in the least bit. I'm just sitting here going, man. Man, this sucks that they're Hugging so much, they're killing time. Oh, there it is. There it is. I, I wasn't shocked in the least bit. Yes, I do think the rematch is at SummerSlam, though. Um, not... What? 
this is not WWE related, but AEW callbacks you winning, man. Okay, I hold on. It's not WWE related, but I, I like. Okay, if you're not asking a, I'm not trying to be rude here, but if you're not asking a question, don't tell me about something you liked in AEW a year ago. Like that is. If you're asking a question about AEW, I'll answer it. But don't just randomly go, hey, by the way, uh, I liked when this happened a year ago in AEW. Like, what? Huh? How's that have anything to do with anything? Or it says, Roman Reigns is so good at getting the reaction from the crowd when he does his promo. He is pure gold on SmackDown. Couldn't agree more. Or it says, we all knew Sasha was turning on Bianca. Do you think Sasha will win the SmackDown Women's title at SummerSlam? That's the big question. Do they do the title change? I don't think so. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if they did, but I don't think they do. Or says the whole Finn Balor Roman Reigns SummerSlam contract was a dumbass move. Why even insert Finn just to take him out if the plan was always Cena to swerve us to make us think maybe there is that slight possibility it's not actually Cena and set up whatever this is with Finn with with Finn and Baron Corbin. Or says you think. Who do you think will beat the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? I mean, why not put it back on the Mysterios? I don't see the Usos losing them for a while because the big thing is the bloodline all having titles. So I don't see the Usos losing them for a while. It says, do you think Finn will face Roman after SummerSlam? Very, very, very likely. I think it's almost inevitable. It says, after the comments Roman made to Finn, do you think... Uh, Summer of Cena. You think on the Summer of Cena, we get Finn versus Cena rematch. Finn versus Cena rematch. Have we ever had Finn versus Cena? Hold on. John Cena versus Finn. Have we ever had John Cena versus Finn? Oh, we have. No. Oh, we have. In an Elimination Chamber qualifying match back in January of 2018. Okay, I didn't know that. But no. I don't think we get Finn versus Cena. I don't. I don't think we get that at all. Because Cena didn't screw Finn. Yes, he took Finn's opportunity, but he didn't screw Finn technically. He came out after somebody else did. So, no, I don't think we get Finn versus Cena on the road to WrestleMania. Or road to SummerSlam, I should say. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, or if you're watching on podcast services all around the world, or not watching but listening on podcast services all around the world. Remember, we will be live again this Monday for Monday Night Raw. So have a great night, guys, and I'll see you next time. Not, have a, not just have a great night, but have a great weekend as well. I'll see you next time.